I wanted to talk, I wanted to talk because I saw where uh, Trayvon Diggs and one of their other elite linebackers for Alabama are sitting out of the big yeah. game. So I just want to have like a generic discussion about thoughts sitting on out sitting games. out bowl games. Um, I want to know your top three college football coaches that you would want to go to Vegas with. Did you see the SEC? Yeah, that's all Peter Burt with the yeah. SEC one what, released. Did you see where um, what he there was? They interviewed uh, Mullen. He was mad he wasn't hired. Yeah, he was this. fifth. But yeah, and then he said, he said, well, I mean, I think I would. You, you could pick me over most of the coaches. He said, I'm not Joey Freshwater or anything, <laughs> <Yeah>. but <laughs> did you see who was oh last? God. Oh Potato yeah, head. Tater heads. Tater heads. Okay. Yeah, I've never agreed more uh, with anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never yeah. identified oh, more with the Twitter. PHP. <laughs> oh, potato head. I feel like if you went to Vegas with potato head, you'd, he'd be like trying to tell you all the fun things. Like, you're not allowed to do fun things. Like, hey, you're jaywalking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the super strict. Like, I don't know. I feel like he's the guy at the blackjack table. Like, if you, if you, you know, risk one and hit when you're not supposed to, like, he would like call you out and like, demean you in front of everybody. I don't know. Yeah. Just like it's him. Yeah. Or he would just come in there and and judge you for actually gambling. So I don't know. He's old school. It's I don't know about old potato. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. yeah he, he's not the funnest. Uh, let's, let's just let's just run it from here. We'll just run it from here. Okay. Yeah, he, he's not the funnest. Well I'll, I'll start it up over here. Um yeah he he's not the funnest of guys, but that's okay. He or he's he's a he's a football guy. Yeah, he's one, one of those. Like, yeah, he's, he's, he's a football guy. You know? yeah, for sure. Football. He's a Mike Zimmer. <laughs> Mike Zimmer, exactly. We're, we're, uh, who, who is, who's your top three, Cheese? So, top three coaches that you would. I, I can't even change. Just want to go to like, Vegas, go to Vegas, Vegas with, with, like, hang out with, like. Yeah. You know, like, I had a lot of, I had my top two pretty well, like, set. And the third one I debated on, um. Like, I don't know. It's it was kind of tough for me, but three I would go with Lincoln just because, you know, huge That's Oklahoma cool. fan. Like, I, if I had to just like sit down for like an hour or two and just pick somebody's brain in college football, like I would yeah. want to pick Lincoln Riley's brain. Like I would want to watch film with him, but he's also young enough that I feel like, you know, he'd be fun. Um, number two is Mike Gundy, and his oh, and his yeah. mullet. I feel like Mike Gundy would be a, just a great time, and he's got a lot of good rants, you know. So I feel like if anybody like started talking crap about me, he would like like go on a big rant. So let me get this straight: place. you would rather hang out with Oklahoma's rival? I know, dude. Than Oklahoma's coach. I've had some struggles with it, but yeah. you, have you okay. seen it? Like if Lincoln Riley had a mullet, though, <laughs> like man like, i don't know how like, it's I the mullet, like dude. He's, like and i don't even consider them a rival since we pretty much own boone Pickens stadium so it's like yeah, they're, it's they're a little brother they've won like 18 a... times in 120 years or something you know so it's like you guys own that real estate you yeah. guys the actual name on this yeah that's estate? oklahoma has like two homes and boone Pickens and and Gaylord. <laughs> um and then number one is is lane kiffin I really want to, especially Vegas. Like, I want to go to Vegas with Lake. Like, like not just a generic hangout. Like, 
I don't know. I just feel like Lane Given would be he's snarky. He seems like he mm-hmm. just doesn't care. Like he's down he for anything. He tweets at people too. Yeah, he'll just I like it. Yeah, yeah. He, he's oh, just yeah. coming at you. I just I love Lane Kiffin, and I hope he takes over the SEC West. I hope somehow Ole Miss takes over the SEC West. Now, with all Lane at the helm, best coach Tennessee's ever had. Yeah, I was so <laughs> on the Lane train. It was it was disgusting mm-hmm. how much I loved the Lane train. Uh, I, I mean, I could wait. We had, you remember those the year we had Eric Berry, and I thought Brown was going to be like the next great thing. And I was like, this Lane Kiffin staff is going to be unbelievable. We're on the path to greatness. And I felt like I got broken he, up by like, the hottest, <laughs> hottest chick ever. <laughs> it was heartbreaking. Especially since he named his kid Knox. It was like, I know. It's like he's all in. And it was like, bye. <laughs> yeah. Like, a, I was like driving in my car and, I was listening to sad music on the way home, like <laughs> partially tearing up. Yeah. It, was, it was tough. That heartbreak music, man. Yeah. Um, but he'd still be my number one. Uh, I'm going to go I'll, – I'll, I'll just establish that Lane Kevin's by far my number one. Uh, he'd be fun. You're probably, like, doing a lot of weird stuff that you're – because he just seems like the guy that's going to get in a little bit of trouble but you'd love Vegas for. You know, you're like, I'm, I'm in it. I'm at this uh, – you're – like going to these random ass people, and you're like, "Hey, yeah, this is it," you know? Yeah, I feel like I would get arrested for Lane Kiffin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're. you're there's know. always a chance that you could get arrested with Lane Kiffin. Good. Um, I'm going to another person on my list, and this was based off the story that recently recently came out with Joe Burrow. Ed Orgeron, that dude gets his way, and I like that. And I think he'd be a lot of fun. And Cajuns are kind of crazy too. He's crazy, mm-hmm. man. He's he's a little crazy. You wouldn't know what he's saying, but. You know, no, mm-hmm. not a dang word. But he would be a freaking blast, and you'd get your way in Vegas. And if you get your way in Vegas, it's a lot of fun. Um, and I might actually steal your Mike Gundy thing, but, but part of it, part of it is Mike Gundy also seems like the kind of guy that would be like really good at the casino. Like he's a lot of fun at the casino. You might not mm-hmm. have the best nightlife. Like you know, if you're going out with Mike Gundy. But you're going to wind up – We, you know, we didn't have the greatest experience in old Vegas. Most of us lost money. We were already pretty tired and beat up at that point. Mm-hmm. But you could go to old Vegas with Mike Gundy, and he's obviously fitting right in. Mm-hmm. And you'd have a freaking blast. That's uh, so I, I'm gonna, I'm And he's got a, his, his mullet. Is like he's a got talking a mullet. Point. You know, it's a talking point for always anybody, you know. Yeah, it's he's just... got some swag to him. Yeah, he's a little country bumpkin. You need that there. I'd stay at Harris with – with old Gundy? Oh, for sure. For sure. Nicholas? Well, I mean, if you don't have Kiffin at one, like, what are you doing? Exactly. So, I mean, Kiffin's got, like, Joey Freshwater. You can hang out with, <laughs> with old Kiffin. I mean, you could. Kiffin would be a good time. Um, I mean, I got to go Lincoln Riley just because I'm a huge Oklahoma fan. <laughs> and he's a young guy. You know, it, it, we probably have a lot in common. You know, yeah. we're both offensive geniuses and things like that. But, <laughs> it's late. It's um, late. Uh, but the other one that you all are missing is the maybe the weirdest coach in college football. Oh, I know this. it's oh, going to be Mike Lee. Mike Lee, I, yeah, I questioned him. Can you, I just figured, can you imagine know. like spending a weekend with Mike Leach? All the crazy stuff that you would hear. Like he <laughs> he would be hilarious. Exactly, he, you would be yeah. laughing the whole time. Like this, yeah. I mean, you guys would be you guys would be like in a small boat at the Bellagio. 
yeah, watching the fountain. Exactly. <laughs> just hanging out. I don't just, even know how I got in here with my. We're just rolling around in the uh, the Venetian in the little boat that goes around <laughs> through the the river. You know, we're just talking football and everything else. But yeah, I'm I'm against like. I don't like hardcore. I'm a huge football fan, but like a football guy, you know, that's just yeah. all, you know, tough football all the time. You know, there's a, I mean, I, I get it. Like Saban is, is been the best coach for a reason for, you know, for years. Yeah. Um, he takes a little bit of that too, but I like to see guys have some fun, you know, but I don't want to go, I don't want to go hang out. With exactly. Yeah. No, I don't want no. to hang out. I don't want to go cut loose with him. I mean, yeah. Dabo looks like he'd be a pretty fun guy, but you know, Saban, I I, know. but Saban, you know, I'm not going to be, you know, no. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. There's certain, you know, there's certain football coaches out there that, yeah, Kirby's weird visor. Yeah, that. <laughs> Kirby's know. smart. Yeah, get him out of here. Yeah, <laughs> also he's got weird pregame vodka. Tom, you know? you'd be you'd be kind of old Tom Herman. Tom Herman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Urban Meyer be probably be the worst one of all time. I don't know. Like, I like Urban. He seems like really. He's kinda, he seems like since he's been on Fox now, that he's not a head coach. He's like, I don't know. He seems kind of. I feel like Urban would be the guy that's like nine thirty, and he's like, you know, I'm just not feeling like it. You guys are. Uh, I don't know. So that's kind of how I feel like everyone would be. Could be wrong. Could be mm-hmm. wrong. But uh, I, I, yeah, he's gotten a little bit better since he's gotten on TV. I feel like Saban is kind of in the Belichick mold. They're kind of like studying. They, <laughs> I feel like they're going to go home and study film after they just win the national championship, you know? Yes. Um, yes. But no days off. No yeah, days off. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, they, I mean, I think those three guys, I think all the guys you guys named are, you know, I like Gundy a lot. He's, you know he's harmless. He hasn't beaten Oklahoma, but what twice in twenty years or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah. So. you know he's a funny guy. He's got a good mullet. I like yeah. I like Gundy. He's got a great mullet. He's got really good, really good sports mm-hmm. rants. That's what I one of the great sports for rants of all time. With the uh, I'm a man. I'm forty. Yeah, I'm a 40. He's got a lot yeah. to prove. That's the. Uh, he's but a he's a really good coach too. Yeah. Like to take that program to where he's taking it. I mean, I know they're <laughs> not. You're never going to make. Oklahoma State, a perennial national champ- championship Never. contender every year, especially when you got Big Brother in the state. So it's hard to, mm-hmm. yeah, it's but, hard, to, hard to bully your way through. But they're good every year consistently. <clears throat> they're never, they're rarely great, but they're, I mean, they're good every year. They, they can, you can, they can always beat you. Exactly. They can, up, they can always put up points some way, somehow, and make it work. Um, let's, I want to stay on college football. And she's brought this up today, and we, you know, it's just a general consensus. Uh, who all was is Diggs, and there was like twelve guys, right? She's Diggs, Terrell Lewis, both from um, Alabama. From Alabama, both two defensive stars, yeah, yeah. Both sitting out this in the bowl games. And you know, there's a lot of opinions mm-hmm. going around as far as how people look at it, and is it really worth it? Because you're still practicing and stuff, but you know, and there's a lot of the whole team aspect, so. What's y'all's thoughts just in general? And what, I mean, because there's a lot of people already just kind of cutting it and like, you know, I'm, I'm out. I'm not playing. What's y'all's general consensus on sitting out, yay or nay? I'm, I'm a yay guy. Uh, especially, like, if you have nothing to play for, like, <laughs> why, why are these Alabama players – like, I understand, like, abandoning your team or well, – why should they care about going to play in the – what what were they in the Capital One Bowl or whatever whatever they're in? I, I don't even know. Yeah, that's the thing. So. Against playing against Michigan, you're when if you win the game, like you're expected to beat Michigan. 
Like what's yeah. a, so if I'm a highly regarded draft prospect and I go and I get like severely injured, it's going to hurt my draft stock. It's going to hurt my, you know, my future. Like I, I don't mind it. I, it doesn't matter. Like if somebody was wanting to sit out the national championship game, like I would, I just think that bowl games are, are money grabs anyway. So I think there's yeah. a ton of like useless bowl games that are just there to make money. So oh, yeah. I don't really have a problem with it. Now, like if I was a player in the locker room, I, may I, I might feel different. I mean, I don't know. I think, though, anyway, it's a good chance for – because it doesn't matter. So it's a good chance for Alabama to get a look at some of the guys that, you know, have been working hard all season that are yeah. probably just as, you know, as talented and get them some some look in a big-time atmosphere. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I, if I'm a fan – if I'm an Alabama fan, I am not upset at all if these guys are sitting out. Like, if Oklahoma was playing in the, um, the Alamo Bowl – Oh, like God. what is it? the shout out to Texas. Yeah, Texas. Yeah, yeah, at Texas. LOL, Texas. <laughs> but if we're playing in the Alamo Bowl, like against Utah for nothing for the the Alamo Bowl championship, do I care if <laughs> CD Lamb sits out of that game? No, I don't care if he sits out of that game. Why would I care that he sits out of that game? I get to look at some of our young players, our young talent, um, guys that are going to have to step up next year when he's gone. So what's it? I don't think it really matters. Hmm. Um. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say. I mean, there's part of me that I, it's it's a business decision. That's yeah, that's on you. But I was looking here, and it's talking about uh, Nick Saban gave out some of this stuff, and he was like, in the last five years, not counting this year, there's been 380 or so guys left and went to the draft and did their draft process early. And 25% of those guys didn't get drafted. And then another 25% of those weren't on teams in three years. So essentially 50% went out early and they failed. So I don't really know how much it helps a lot of these guys. Like there's definitely like these guys from Alabama with Diggs and with Lewis. I get it. But then there's a lot of these guys that just do it that I almost feel like just so they have the perception that they seem cool. So I'm like, man, you're going to regret that. I think if you don't have a really, really good evaluation and you partially do it just because like you think you're really good, but you, if you're not up in these classes and you're going to be a third or fifth round pick or somewhere around that range, you're, you can, Mm -hmm. you can move up. Like if you're on a big time stage and you're a prompt, like heck, even if you're in a, in the Tennessee, Indiana game, you're the only game on Thursday night. You got a chance to be the most watched game. That day, because everybody loves bowl games, they'll watch and it's football and it's that weird holiday week. You get to ch- you get a chance to prove yourself on a big national stage, and we know how much one game can change a lot of people's perception. Mm-hmm. Like, what if Juwan Jennings goes out here and gets like uh, a buck seventy five in the second half? To, all, all in the, the second, second half, half. <laughs> and uh, everybody's like, "Wow, this guy! He moves up a whole, maybe he moves up a whole round because it's like, oh, he really, he played against the pretty okay Indiana team." I can't really build them up. I'm sorry. I tried. I, I, my, my heart was, I'd be playing against an elite. <laughs> yeah, I was trying team. to be nice about it. There, I'm not. I'm not impressed with that one at all. But I, so there's part of me like, if you are a, an absolute stud, don't play. Christian McCaffrey was a good example. Why the heck would he play? Yeah. What would he have? But, to, what would he have to prove in a bowl? Game? What would he have to? Prove and, but you're right, Chase. If you're if you're a fringe guy, like if you're one of those like third, fourth rounders, you know, probably, and you have a chance to play yourself up, 
you know, yeah. you need to be playing in the game. But if like if you're a surefire first round pick, top ten, like Chase Young, if he was playing in the, it, so, why would yeah. you like? Why would he want to go risk his health just to go play in a useless, meaningless bowl game? Yeah, another question. I'll, I'll ask you all this question. So, somebody, and if you are Jake Fromm, somebody that almost probably needs to prove himself because he is definitely out of the first round now, from what I'm hearing. Is and but we he should be out of the first seven. We now. yes, we know <laughs> we know how the quarterback thing works. Somebody will be like, "Well, I like this aspect about him." If you're Jake Fromm, which there are rumors that he may come back, um, if you are Jake Fromm and you're you have made up your mind you're going pro, do you think you should take the opportunity to play in this game and get on a spotlight? Big time game, even though it's not your playoff game, go out there and dominate some pretty decent competition, or do you sit out and just work mm-hmm. on your game because you, everybody else has seen enough? Well, before that, I don't answer the first question with I'm okay with him sitting out. Um, I think my competitive nature, yeah, um, how much I just love to compete, uh, would be hard for me not to, especially guys that I've you know, you go through a program with people for three years and you're with them all the time and you're working out and you're building something together, especially at Alabama, yeah. uh, where these guys have been together through national championships and things like that. Uh, that would be the only, like, th- that competitive nature in me would be hard to say no. But, I mean, I'm, I'm big on player rights yeah. in, in all sports. I'm always a big advocate of that. So, you know, if that's your decision, that's your decision, like, you do what's best for you and your future. Um, and Jake Fromm, if I was him, I probably wouldn't play against Baylor because he doesn't want to lose to a Big Twelve team in the in the. Well, <laughs> Georgia's got to have an excuse, man. They're, they're, you know, yeah, yeah Georgia needs an excuse. Game, so. so when they lose to Baylor, when Baylor's defensive line, uh, which is supremely underrated, with a third string quarterback, Baylor is an underrated team. <laughs> when they. Uh, when Baylor beats him and they've lost to uh, Baylor and Texas in back-to-back years, um, uh, he wouldn't have to be a part of two of them, just one of them. So if I'm Jake Fromm, I'm, I'm uh, go ahead and just sit out, sit out that one. Yeah, and I, th- so. I think their their lineman, uh, who's their main lineman? I think he's sitting. Andrew Thomas. Andrew Thomas announced today that he's sitting out. So yeah, there's that. He'll be, a, he'll be a big time. He's there's a that. he's a stud tackle. Yeah, he has. Yeah. yeah, he'll be. And so now when now when that uh, who's that? That big defensive end for them that got was a like a first or second team All American. What was his name, Nick? The <clears throat> for oh for big white dude that came off for the who? edge for Baylor. For Baylor, they had I that, can't remember. He was one like this. He was like a finalist yeah, for the I defensive end award was. a year, but him he's good. Though. Yeah, when he when he now dominates them, they'll be like, "Well, Thomas played. <laughs> Thomas, would've... we didn't care. We weren't in our playoff again." Yeah. We got beat by Sam Ellinger and Charlie Brewer back here. <laughs> I try. I mean, Charlie I, me, Chris and I try to tell you all how much of garbage Sam Ellinger is. Like, don't come and at me. Finally, with, you know, people trying to tell me how good <laughs> Sam Ellinger is. Like, don't even, don't even. Oh my gosh, dude! Oh, here it comes. That's where that's where I find my that's where I find my hope for the LSU game. I'm like, if Sam Ellinger can lead them to 38 points against LSU, and granted, I know LSU's improved throughout the year, but if Sam Ellinger and Texas could score a 38 on them, uh, why can't Oklahoma score 45 or 52? This I don't is, know. This like, is great. So I just I, I wanted to type in Sam Ellinger. I just want to see what his stats were, but 
I uh, went into Google, typed in Sam Ellinger, and the spotlight article, Texas quarterback of the decade, Sam Ellinger. <laughs> it's funny. That <laughs> showed you how good of an that, That's the truth. He has been the best quarterback of the decade for him. That's just how sad Texas yeah. football has been for 10 years. LOL at Texas, man. Yeah. Swear. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Like, if you're Jake Fromm, um, first of all, I think he needs to come back. Well, he need. I don't know oh, if coming yeah. back to Georgia is the best spot for you, but, you know, coming – Jake Fromm's not one of these guys that would sit out anyway. He's one of those Tim Tebow-like guys that would, you know, he's going to play no matter what, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. he's not going to sit. He wouldn't sit out. But Real football like, guy. Football he's guy. football guy to the to the core. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Jake Fromm's a good dude from what I've seen. I mean, he's – so, and if you want to – if I don't have any problem with players wanting to play in these bowl games either. I mean, no. yeah, if you're wanting to go compete, man, that that's, that's awesome. But I'm not going to knock somebody for – if they're if they think that playing in this bowl game is not worth it to them, then I, I agree because I think a lot of these bowl games are like we should cut down about half the bowl games. Like there should not be like you shouldn't be no. I'm sorry, Chase, but you, oh, you, you shouldn't so be awarded so a bowl so game. You shouldn't be like awarded for being completely average throughout the season. You know, dude. What if you're slightly above average? Like if, you're seven and six, and five. if you're six and six, if you're like, you're you, you shouldn't. I mean. <laughs> it's like the yeah, participation you only did that thing, you know? Me, bro. I you know. Didn't, you didn't have a point. You just wanted to <laughs> no, you didn't have a point. You just wanted to. I'm just saying. Like, I like it. I just. Kelly, I think bowl. You're, t- I think, you're telling me. No, you're I'm going on my bowl season rant. Smoothie, cafe, Frisco bowl. Is it worth it? It's not. I'm going on my bowl rant again, and it's it's like I don't know if you're not. <laughs> Well, where it comes from is is where we're where college football elitists, even though we lose in and, the uh, we don't, playoff well, every year, even though we're, we we lose to the elite people <laughs> in the playoff every year. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't like to reward mediocrity. I guess yeah. it, it it would be like expanding the NCAA tournament to you know 128 teams or whatever, and get, having th- 14 and 18. Alabama State or whatever, get into the tournament. Yeah. Like we don't. Yeah, I, I, it's just like because it's such a money grab, and it's all about it sponsors, is. and that's what bowl season is. And they've added so many oh, bowls yeah. over the years, and it's just because they can get TV money and you know whatever the schools. You know, it's good for the schools. It's good, I, and I get it. I get and it. It's fun. It's I mean, fun. Yeah, it's I, an extra we've, game. We've met, we've met friends that you know that have played or been a part of that. Mm-hmm. And, like they always talk about, it. it's a cool experience and. These guys could go to like I mean, I know I had some friends that did Atlanta and Tampa and stuff like that. And it's like, well, you know, and they get little things. Oh yeah, yeah. Shows. I mean, dude, you tell me a two hundred fifty dollars Chick Fil A gift card in college, baby. That's a mm-hmm. that's a good living. I I would that's be completely living. fine with the playoff in the New Year's Six Bowls and be that would be. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm serious. I'm serious. I I, I just don't I, I just don't see why. Utah State should get rewarded with a bowl game. You know, I mean, I, I don't know, I don't know. Or if you're going to do bowl, if there's a lot of Utah State bowl fans season, out there, right if you're going to do bowl mad. season, make it for the mid, you know, non-power five. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you get, like <laughs> let them have their moment. You know, they played, they can't yeah. make the national championship because of the way we've currently got it set up. So, you know, um, win the power five, win the the. Mid-major but if I'm a six and six Power Five team, yeah. like, am I really getting excited about 
sorry, Chase again. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. I'm gonna stop talking. Chase. <laughs> I'm gonna stop. Tra- hey, I'm gonna dude. stop talking. But yeah, but are yeah, I, I get I get it. Abuse. But are you super excited to go watch them beat Indiana in a bowl game? No, I mean no. really. Well, why is it? A, a, I know a, you want to watch your team. Foregone conclusion that they're beating Indiana. I mean, they're going to beat Indiana. But are you like other than just being able to watch your team play one more game? Other no, than that, not. is there like is there any intrigue to go play in this game? No, like once it was announced that it was either going to be the Louisville at the Music City or Indiana at the Gator, I was like, why? You know, it kind of like takes the lack, it takes the, the luster away. Um, I, I kind of was hoping, like, you know, if it wound up, which there were some weird scenarios where it could have, where it was Tennessee playing Minnesota, you know, who has had their best year and their, their fan base mm-hmm. would have probably been pretty rowdy as far as that goes. And, uh, or is the, there was a way they were talking about Michigan, but I, I didn't really know how it was going to work. Yeah, I saw so that I was one like, too. you know, yeah. if you got those fan bases together, that's fun. Like, you know, to be beat a big time program, but Indiana, man, like their best wins, like a four win team. So granted, are yeah. granted they do have like four great losses, so that makes them a pretty. They good have team, four so. great losses. Yeah, they've they've lost Ohio State, Michigan, <laughs> Penn State, and Michigan yeah. State. So they've got good losses. So, <laughs> they've got good losses, man. Which really so they would play Texas A&M in the, uh, the uh, Great Lost <laughs> National Championship. They should have played this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Great Lost Natty. Yeah, that's baby. true. Hell, hell, we're not yeah, any good, but uh, we played against good teams. <laughs> <laughs> we got blown out by. by but good my gosh, teams, we're in the so SEC. We didn't play those. <laughs> no, the only, the only thing that gets me excited for is if we win this game and we go out and beat Charlotte early on next year. They're gonna make sure that game day's in Norman for us. They better, they better. And the Revolution Network's live. And what will happen is, Herb Street will probably invite me on stage, and and so I can take uh, uh, Bear's job because I think I'm I'm better at. it. Wouldn't it be so Tennessee for them to lose to Charlotte though, week one? Oh yeah, and then blow game day for us (laughs) because our boy our boy our boy Will is gonna be out there. And uh, you know, thanks to our new connection, cheese, we might be on game day as well. So, hey, you know. you're right. We we have a a, a, a semi connection yeah. to people that know. <laughs> <laughs> we, we know a, a guy. There's a lot a of blonde girl stuff. that knows a guy. We know. You know. We know. A, we know yeah, a guy. It's, it's a. We'll make that happen. Deep connection, but, but hey, we'll get there. Yeah. We have a chance. We may get a picture yeah. with him. Yeah. So, Kurt. You know. Yeah, I think you and Kurt get along. But, uh, I like Kirk Herb Street. Yeah, we'd agree yeah. a lot. Yeah. yeah. Me and Desmond probably wouldn't no, get along. you and Des, but... that could come to blows. Lee Corso would start talking, and I'd be like, no, I'd look at Kirk Herb Street, and he'd just be like, ah, I, <laughs> like yeah, I didn't understand any of that one, man. Did it, yeah, speaking we... of game day, did anybody see like uh, Urban Meyer throwing shade at, at game day on Twitter? No. Well, he was, he, no. was, he made a comment <laughs> about Pat McAfee. Pretty, well, he, he didn't at, you know, he didn't. No, it was passive aggressive. It was, like it was one of those. Well, we, you know, yeah. something about not relying on jumping into lakes and riding on roller coasters for the show or something <laughs> like that. And Pat McAfee <laughs> got super pissed on Twitter. I love but, Pat McAfee. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. He said it turns out people actually like to talk. I think the quote was, "It turns out people actually like to talk football and not worry about people jumping into lakes or riding on roller coasters or something like that." Oh wow, that's so old. It's just so passive aggressive, (laughs) and and I love it. That was old man. Yeah, yeah. God, Urban will be so snarky in Vegas. See, man, he'd like he'd get the freaking dealers all mad. He'd be like, "Well, you know, 
probably shouldn't have laid that one down. I I think you messed up there on your slide, or you know, he just seems like the top. But he's such a good analyst. Like, he is so smart. He is so good. Like when I, if I'm wanting to know when you know, like watch somebody that knows what they're talking about, like Urban Meyer on Fox. He describes it well. And I know Tennessee fans hate Urban Meyer for, for good reason. I mean, he's, a, he's reason, coached the okay. – that would be like me, like, liking um, – wait a minute, Texas hasn't had a good coach in years. Oh, Matt oh, Brown. Yeah. Um, but, but you, kind of, you know, it's one of those things, like, he's just a really good – like, he can break down a game. And that's, that's why I like Joel Klatt on Fox. I think yeah. he's, he's my yeah, favorite. He, I mean, he's a li- he likes Oklahoma, so he's a little bit – I'm a little bit biased, but – um, he's he does a he does a great job. Him and Gus Johnson. Well, he likes Oklahoma and he dislikes Clay Travis. So well, he, he right up your alley. Yeah, Clay Travis. He likes bum. he likes Oklahoma because he actually has spent time watching them. Yeah. So it's like yeah. Well, but you know but, he's yeah. he's anti SEC because he doesn't cover SEC and you find well, out no. like SEC guys are you know that's what they watch so they don't watch anybody watch. else so they think SEC is. Awesome, and, and everybody else. And there's sucks. so many SEC guys, yeah. though. It's like ESPN, ABC, CBS. Well, ESPN's SEC got a lot like, of money logged in. Yeah, the yeah. SEC. so it's like you've got all these people that are just pro SEC, but and so it's. But if you watch Fox, it's more Big Twelve, Big Ten driven, and exactly. you know, so that's what I tend but to watch Fox because is, I like Fox them. is actually making a run at some SEC games, and ABC, ESPN is making a run at the the best game of the week on CBS on the. SEC, you yeah. know, the best game for the best conference. ABC and ESPN are making a run at getting that game, and Fox is making a run at uh, some SEC games now. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, I, saw that. I like, I hate it that it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like the uh, political media. You know, you got CNN for, you know, and, and MSNBC, and then you got Fox News on the other side. So it's kind of like that in college football. You got, you know, the Big Ten, Big 12 guys on this channel, and you've got the SEC guys on this channel. And You're right. You've got all the people that are right on the Big 12, Big Ten, you know, and then you've got all the people that are wrong on the, <laughs> you know. And, and there's no <laughs> doubt. There's no doubt. Like, the SEC, I mean, it has 1,400 teams in the conference. But, I mean, they have been – they do have some of the most teams, you know, the best teams yeah. in the in the Well, in they have football. Alabama. So. Well, Alabama's carried the conference for for ten years, but you know now they finally have a team in the playoff that's not named Alabama. So it, you know, well, yeah. Georgia made it. Yeah, well, yeah Georgia made it once. Out of but six and years. a lot of and a lot of it's just the crazy aspect of the fan base. I mean, and it does has, mean more. Like it, it, it does yes. mean more, and that is and always it, and it has for a while, quite a while here. And that's I, a cultural say, thing, brother. I will say, and you know, I'm a diehard Oklahoma fan, and we went to Norman last year. And we went to a game against Baylor. You know, it's sellout crowd every single week. So, you know, it's not for lack of people being there. It's just the atmosphere is different being in Norman, Oklahoma, than it is being in, uh, in Knoxville. It, I oh, mean, it just, is. it just is. I will give yeah. that to, you know, I, when I was at that Tennessee, Oklahoma game, I've been to probably eight to 10 Tennessee games. And most of them are, have been like you know if they've played a worthy opponent, most of them have been you know it's been a loud loud game. But that Oklahoma yeah. Tennessee game is the loudest stadium I've ever been Gosh. in my life. Yeah, and it was, it was loud. And the, the Oklahoma game, you know, I mean, granted they were they had scored sixty points by the end of the third quarter, so the game was. <laughs> I mean, it was. I mean, there was a lot of people that had left, but I mean, it was it was just a different environment. Like it was yeah. it was a, it was a great environment. I loved it, but it's just not the same. No. And, I, and it's it's more of a I think it's more of a cultural thing, but 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the South, like people really care about their college football and the SEC, you know, they've got the best fan bases and the, the best environments because of that reason. Yeah. And I, and it's a, a lot of little things. I mean, I think uh, a lot of call in radio, stuff like that and small towns, I guess it's always, I mean, I know that's everywhere, but I think it's a little bit more prevalent around here. And I know a lot, there's more, you know, just opinionists before now it's the fine bomb stuff and, you know, the SEC network coming in and mm. being so, so dominant as a network. I mean, they, they killed it with it. And, and I, I know a lot of other people are trying to do that as well, but it's just, uh, like you said, it's just a cultural thing and it's going to stay that way in the South and, College football's king down here, and you know you see it everywhere else. Where, you know some people up in the north just love pro football, and I, you know we like it down here. But you know the Falcons and Titans are fine, but fan bases are nowhere like, near the same. Green Bay, like Lambeau, like those. People, yeah, just yeah. look at the stadiums, though. Exactly. Like you don't you don't see NFL state like none of the NFL stadiums are 100, 110,000 yeah, people. Now and and I, and there's a lot of big fan bases up north. You know you got your Ohio State, your Penn State's your. Your, yes. your yes. Michigan's like they're they're filling oh, all stadiums yeah. now. I don't want to like shortchange those teams like that, no. but you know Oklahoma had an eighty two thousand. I mean, nice stadium. I mean, it was a great atmosphere. The fans were great. We, you know, it was just a, it was a great experience. It was just it's just not as loud and it's not as raucous as a lot of those. Well, you know, SEC one teams. reason one reason Neelum was so loud for me during that Oklahoma <laughs> game is because there was a guy. Right behind me, that every time we punted in the first half, yelled, "Watch the fake!" as loud as he could, right in my ear. Even though Oklahoma hadn't faked a punt, and probably I've since I've been ever, watching them, since know. I've been alive, and we I don't know why we would fake a punt on our own ten, but this guy was obviously worried that he was ready. I also had to hear that big game Bob wasn't hadn't played in a game this big, and I was like, "Well, sir, he is." Playing the national championship, so I'd, <laughs> I would beg I, to differ. But um, he has, he has. But yeah, that was one reason Neilan was so loud for me. But um, yeah, God, well, those seats were awesome, though. Yeah, there's a lot of passive aggressiveness going on. There was. Jeez, the thing about it was, like during the game, there's a lot of passive aggressiveness, and then after the game, I felt like when I was walking around with you guys, I was like. They think you guys are Baker Mayfield. You guys they, got yeah. congratulations, and you guys played well. And I was like, geez, they didn't even play. Yeah, that, that was like, dude, good good game tonight, man. I'm like, I, you're right. I cheered my heart out there. I was, yeah. I was getting and I, it. I, and I still can't believe ESPN missed our moment of the progressively gay couple. Look. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And whenever I, the celebrations are going on, me and Chris are sitting behind the end zone is where Oklahoma comes in to celebrate the sky cams over looking down. We were in perfect view right behind the goalpost and cheese is consoling me after a loss. And then he's in his Oklahoma <laughs> shirt. And I'm sitting yeah. halfway teared up in a Tennessee <laughs> shirt. I mean, better, uh, better days are coming for Tennessee football. So it's, I don't know when that's going to be, but you know, at a program that size and that, I mean, they're not going to be down. I mean, better days are coming. I am so pumped about the 2024 matchup in Knoxville. Even though next year yeah. I'm I'm excited to have a bunch of people come to a lot of Tennessee fans come to Norman, Oklahoma, and experience that game yeah. day. Yeah, um, I'm super excited about going back to Knoxville in 2024 to watch Oklahoma and Tennessee again because you know the last one was a classic, and I know I know it was a very heartbreaking loss, but I mean it's a classic. Yeah. I mean it's just an it incredible. 
It was an incredible game either way. That was like a Baker Mayfield big time coming out party. Oh, yeah. It was. You like saw that the birth moment. of that, like, yeah, attitude, and you know, it was just when he looked the at head. when he when he scored the touchdown in overtime, he looked into the crowd and he shushed everybody in in the end zone. Like, I'm I pretty knew, sure he looked me in the eyes at one point, and I was, I like, knew, like, I was like, like, this dude, like, there are people just. I mean, it was yeah, Chris got you. Chris got weak in the knees. <laughs> Fainted. I was so nervous that game. I, I was so nervous. Yeah. In overtime, like I've never been that nervous for a game, ever. Never. never. I just, I just knew that game. You know, I just kept saying, you know, if we can cut it to a one-score yeah. game, I just kept saying it to myself. I said, yeah, Tennessee's no, you, gonna Tennessee. They're gonna yeah. do it, and they did it. You kept saying, man, if we just we hold just them here, it. just cut it to one, man. Yeah, cut it to one, cut it to one score. We can make it, and then every like a lot of Tennessee fans around were super mad. And I, I get it. it. It just depends. It's all about perception. But whenever he, whenever Baker jumped in his Vanna Crisco and did the did the, the the shimmy shake to 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 quiet crowd was like, I was like, oh dude, this dude's got it. He's, he's, he's got the it factor. Now he's yeah. played like dog crap this year, but <laughs> he sure has. It's hard. It's hard not to for this Cleveland team. But uh, yeah, that's tough. Yeah, well, oh, it was. Yeah. It was. It was a good. And you know, kudos to you know Jeremy Hood and family for allowing me to go to that game. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, it was. It was the best live sports experience I've ever seen. And. It may still have been if Oklahoma would have lost in overtime. I'm just telling you, it yeah. was like I've never been in this in a place where the emotion and the like excitement in the stadium. I mean, it was incredible. It was great. Yeah. Um, a ton of talent. Just had it all. Yep. And to, mm-hmm. and to make it better, there was a family behind me, uh, mom, dad, and two sons. And at halftime, we were down seventeen to three, and the kids were saying, "Dad, can we just can we go home?" And the dad just looked oh. those two little boys in the eyes. And he just said, Sooner magic, son. Sooner magic. And you know what? We saw some sooner magic again that night. Sure did. And I was high fiving those kids and <laughs> parents. And <laughs> I got picked one up, up on my shoulders. It was uh it was a thing. It was a yeah, party, it was too bad Jeremy was... couldn't be on here to have this conversation too. Because I, wa- I, I watched the game with Jeremy and Chris and Chase watched the game in a different section together. So we were all there. We were all there, different spots mm-hmm. in the world, it felt like. Yeah. I, I was in a more of a pro-Oklahoma area than you were, Chris, because – I was in I was in the trenches, man. <laughs> Dude, you were down in the trenches. I was in the me. trenches. I had like, people that were saying statements out loud, but they were directing them at me, but they weren't actually directing them at me. Most passive-aggressive thing I've ever heard. I made an old man leave at one point <laughs> because he said something, and I responded to it because obviously he was wrong. Because he didn't agree with me, um, and then I looked beside me, and he was gone. I didn't see him the rest of the game. Um, yeah, I had a. It was a great time. Yeah, it's just a. It's a great night. It was. Um, I I want to get to one last thing here. One last sure. thing in the NFL. Um, so after this weekend, uh, next weekend we have a pretty much a winner take it. Eagles and Cowboys. Somebody from that division is going to the playoffs. So I was talking about this today. I don't know how. I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on, can you restructure somehow the playoffs for the NFL and not make them the four seed 
and can we move them down to like a seeding process and not do a go like go into the playoffs and instead of just winning your division, getting the four seed and, a, and not playing a wild card, can we move you down or can we like replace you from the best team in the other division that didn't make it? Because I'm like, man, like I know Dallas played really well against a okay Rams team, and but they're one of them or the Eagles is going to get in. And they're both pretty bad. Mm-hmm. And not only do they get in, but they get a they get they get a the first round game at home. Yeah. Well, they get a first round game at home. So you think you get through right now as it sits in the NFC, you would have the Seahawks at one, the Packers at two, um, forty nine. No, 49ers Saints, at five. Saints, Saints, at, Saints, three. Saints at three. Cowboys at four. 49ers five. Vikings six. Yeah. yeah. So you the the Forty ers who have you have to go far outperform far outperformed Dallas this year have to go on their reward just because they're in a division with the Seahawks their reward is you have to go on the road and play Dallas who hasn't been as good as you this year yeah and it's like why like I would be a fan of just the best six teams the best six records yeah in in the yeah, why do or, we have divisions or, anyway? Yeah, I guess it, it's scheduling, and you know, and you play two the, teams in your division. That's, that's or, all it is. Yeah. Like, I don't under, like I don't understand the concept of divisions. Like, if you have two conferences, I get that, but we don't really care about divisions in the NBA playoffs. Yeah, you actually we take they, the best eight teams. No, from well, each you do take the best eight. You, oh, you yeah. do still have the the division leaders still get the first four seeds. Yeah, right in the playoffs. So it's still like I just don't understand. Why Dallas would have home field over San Francisco because they've been just very average all season long. Yeah, an eleven and three San Francisco team. Just because you're in another in a division with a another really good team, yeah, you're getting punished yeah. for it. Yeah, it's like the Viking the Vikings too. If they were to be in the six seed and uh, the five seed instead of the Niners, just because you're in a division with Green Bay, who's a two seed, you have a better record than the you you've just you're getting you're not getting rewarded no. like. Dallas is getting rewarded just because the rest of their division is trash. Yeah, that's it. Trash. It's like congratulations, you play with the Giants and, and the arguably, Reds. I know they lost to the Falcons, but San Francisco's the best team and arguably the best team in the NFC. Yeah. Yeah. I mean they've lost a close game to no, the Saints and the Seahawks. Yeah. Well they beat and, the Saints. Yeah. No, no, they beat the Saints. Yeah, sorry. That's right. Right. Sorry. They sorry. beat sorry. the Saints. And they keep the and they're gonna. So, they could end up being the fifth seed. I know they play Seattle again. Yeah. Um, but either way, the Seahawks or the 49ers are gonna get a, a wild card. Have to play in the wild card game, which is a joke. Absolutely. And joke. probably, and either the the Packers and the and the Vikings are probably gonna get a. One of them will have to get a. Wild well, that card would be spot. the equivalent of, say, the Pac-12's champion was an eight and four team, and you got an automatic buy to the playoff in college football. Yeah. Got an automatic bid. Like it, speaking, just a little side note there. Speaking of the Pac-12, if you had a 18 playoff for the first this first six years of the playoff, you would have 48 spots. If you look at the top eight from when the playoff rankings were announced, the Pac-12 would still only have had four teams. Wow, it's crazy. In 48 spots, four teams in 48 spots. It's not a playoff problem. It's a conference problem. Quit losing two games a year. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, anyway, to back their, to the NFL. To, but to their, they also play nine conference games, which the SEC and the so ACC. So does the Big Twelve. Yeah, but the SEC and the ACC play eight conference games. Yeah, and they get to play, they get to play two, uh, one or to two SCS schools a year. So. Hey, hey, no, hey, listen, man. That. I'll get off that. I'll get off that. So <laughs> you come, you come. I've, I've covered that many times. Listen, Georgia, Let's get back Georgia to the NFL. Comes in a... Yeah. You know? I'll get off that soapbox, but all right. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway. But yeah. It, it's kind of like I just like don't that. like rewarding that. Yeah. yeah rewarding. So, I mean, the, the Eagles have been terrible, and they still terrible. have a chance to win. They still have a chance to be in the playoff. Yeah. They have they not down. Yeah, I was just going to say, they're, they're down to, like, their practice squad wide receivers. Well, yeah, they have a former quarterback playing wide receiver for them. Yeah. Well, and they had that uh, – their running back, that B. Scott or something like that, he's getting reps at – I don't even know who he is. Yeah. He's out there getting reps at running back. I don't know. But they could still go out and beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys are going Cowboys. So, I, that one of those teams is going to get in. But, I mean, I get it because the, the ceiling's higher – and the Cowboys can go out and beat anybody. Like, they, like you still don't want to have to go. Like you, you don't like say the Niners finish at twelve and four, and their loss they got they gave another loss to the Seahawks, and so the Seahawks get a buy in the first round, and the Forty ers stay in the five spot. And then what? What, what are the Cowboys right now? Seven, seven and seven. Seven, seven and seven. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they're seven and seven. So say they finish eight and eight. And then and get a play and get that four seed, and then the Niners are twelve and four, so they've won four more games. And their reward is you have to go on the road to play a really talented football team. Yeah, at the you know in a packed house stadium in a in a, in a with a great fan base. Yeah, yeah it's a humongous. It's, fan. That's your reward is you get to go on the road, which I think the Forty ers would still go in there and handle them. But I mean. It's still they still have Zeke, they still have Amari Cooper, they still have a, a talented offensive line, they still have a talented linebacking core. I mean, they're still talented. Yeah, terrible coach, but they're talented. Terrible coach. And I, and I've always wondered why they have conferences and to begin with, anyway. So why not just put the best, you know, twelve teams or eight teams or whatever into a into a playoff and then <laughs> fight it out that way? Yeah. Remember, remember when Tom Brady was out and the Patriots were eleven and five that year? Yeah. And they missed the playoffs, and it was just like. What? Like, and it was because some division winner was eight and eight or nine and nine and seven. Yeah, and they got in. So it's just like I think you. I think it would kind of like maybe a college football or something like that, where you're getting the best teams in the playoff, and then you just see who's especially the best. when you're especially when you're playing at the highest level, like you're playing in the NFL, like you're playing at the highest level of football. Like, why do I not want to see at the highest level of football? The best teams from that year play. Yeah, like I don't want to see a eleven and a ten and six team get left out when an eight and eight team gets in. It's like really those guys. Why? Why do I want to? Yeah, like why? But do also, I, want to I don't want to see the Bills in the playoffs either. But they're going to make it. They're going to make so. it. The, the Bills. You know what? Just keep sleeping on my boys. I know they're the Bills boring. will never win a Super Bowl as long as I'm alive. Wow, dude, you just literally locked them into a Super you Bowl. Did. Sometime in your lifetime, you did, man. As long as I'm alive, the Bills won every one. Dude, the Bills and the Browns have the same chance of winning a Super Bowl. Zero. Win none. Well, the Browns have a zero percent chance because Freddie Freddie Kitchens is going to get re-signed. He's the worst coach of the he's the worst coach of the history of football. Like I don't care. Pick one. Is there? And and if we have Bills fans listening, you know, I apologize up front, but 
Like, is there anybody that's not a Bills fan that's like, man, I really want to watch this Bills and whoever game this no, weekend? No, no, not at all. <laughs> no. no. It's a boring brand of football. But, you don't. But they're, they're still – they're pretty solid, you know? They're a solid quality football team. But I you know do not else? want to watch the Bills. <laughs> they're like a better Titans. They're, they're literally <laughs> – Hey, the hey, 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 hey. They're the hey. – Who else is eight and six? They're and the same like, team. You. It's just they're a little bit better. And nobody wants to play the Titans either. So, that's all it is. All right? You don't – Nobody. Know, <laughs> Oh, Ryan Tanner. I don't know. Chiefs. Playoffs? Would you rather play Chiefs? Or... Oh, the, I want to go against Mahomes. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I want to go against Mahomes or Ryan Tanner out of a hundred times <laughs> than play the Chiefs. Uh, but would you? <laughs> but hey, man, you'd have a better shot with the. With, would you want to play the Patriots right now or the the hot hot Titans? I'd rather play the, the Titans. Play the that's Titans crazy. than Tom crazy. Brady. Ron Tannehill or Tom well, Brady? If you different. want to talk about it right now, that, that's it. You better, you better check yourself because Ron Tannehill is cooking. All right? Ron Tannehill is playing like lights out. He's playing great. Yeah. And Derrick Henry, pro bowler. But, but how many, the end of how the many day, years still we, Ryan Tannehill. Exactly. How many years have we seen Ryan Tannehill? We know what Ryan Tannehill is. Yeah, he's having a really good reinvigorated Ryan Tannehill. He's having You're a good seen, stretch. He's, he's Ron Fitzpatrick at the – at the start of last yeah, year. Yeah, like Ron Fitzpatrick yeah. would have a hot eight games and he'd be like, man, this guy's – he's great. When he was with the Jets that year. He was – he cooking. Yeah. But – and But, like, it, it would be so Titans to give Ron Tannehill a long-term deal. That's exactly, it, like, it would be so – That's exactly <laughs> what they're going to do, too. That's what they're going to do. And then they're going to be seven – Ron Tannehill's a solid NFL quarterback. Ryan Tannehill's top end is actually really good, but you're not always going to get top end Ryan Tannehill. No, you're sure not. The Titans have gotten that the last few games. They've gotten some really good performances. Like, he's been very good. Yeah. Like their passing game has been, I mean, they've got a, a few good weapons, you know, with uh, AJ Brown. Yeah, he's, he's been good. Star, man. Um, I mean, Derrick Henry's, I mean, he's really Roy good. Davis is a talented dude. But it's just from year to year, you don't know what you're going to get. And in the NFL, the margin of error is not – I mean, you could be just slightly off your game and be mediocre again. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and that's what that's the thing is that I think they'd be making a mistake if they signed him to a long-term deal. Now, I think they need to re-sign him to maybe a, you know, two-year $45 million deal or, a, yeah. you know, two-year 47, whatever. They need to keep him, but – yeah. Uh, but but isn't it crazy thinking about Ryan Tannehill getting twenty seven million dollars a year? I know everybody it's going up and up and up, but at the same time, if five years ago you just said, Yeah, Ryan Tannehill's gonna well, get twenty seven. Five years million ago a year. he got an eighteen million dollar a year contract. So Yeah. Or three years ago, whenever his contract whenever he got that he was making seventeen million, eighteen million dollars a year. Yeah. And it, like I said, I'll, Ryan I'll Tannehill too, is a good Solid NFL quarterback. Now, if you don't, if you're not loaded around him, you're not winning a Super Bowl. No, you're not winning a Super Bowl with Ryan. Tannehill. You can win a Super Bowl with Ryan Tannehill if you are loaded. Yeah, you have to be your defense. The Broncos' defense from when Peyton Manning was absolutely that's what I'm saying. You can you can Bowl. win like you can like Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Yeah, his team was really good, but Nick I Foles would venture to say that Nick Foles is just as good as Ryan Tannehill. I don't think so. Not this. Not Joe right, Flacco. Not right now. Joe Flacco. Dude, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco cooked in those. They playoffs. won because of Joe Flacco yeah. that year, yes. not yeah. in spite of Joe Flacco. Because yeah. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, anybody can get hot, but you still have to have a good team around you. You're not. Right. No, no quarterback's going to come around. Come in there. That's why Dan Marino never won a Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, team. Dan Marino was awesome, but 
Like his teams weren't good enough. To, like you can't it it you have to have good quarterback play to win, but yeah. you also have to be you can't just be trash everywhere else. Yeah. That's what worries me about the Chiefs is I don't think mm-hmm. the Chiefs defense is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean yep. Patrick Mahomes is awesome, but they can't stop the run. They can't. Their 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 pass their pass defense has gotten better, but uh, the the they can't stop the rush. It's it's unbelievable, and you got to be able to get some stops in the playoffs to win. Yeah, I, I don't and, think they're physical enough. I, I know that's such a cliche crap thing to say. That was so old, but it, it is. But it's but it's, 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 it's the daggum truth, baby. You know you got daggum <laughs> truth. Yeah, you, you have to be physical. It's it's just look at the Super Bowl teams that yeah. have won lately. I mean. Patriots. 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 <laughs> Patriots. Patriots. The Patriot way. The Eagles were a physical yeah. downhill run team. Seahawks. Yeah. Um, Seahawks. I mean, they were – I mean, it, they also – they all had good defenses too. Yeah. You know the last time a bad defense won? 2010, Green Bay Packers, Aaron Rodgers. The, they, but they actually had a good – that was the one nope. year that they had a good defense. Nope. Aaron Rodgers did all the work. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Here he goes. <laughs> Aaron, That's what we're and I've with. always said that Aaron Rodgers is the guy that gets all the credit when they're good, and he gets none of the blame when they're bad. Yeah, always go back, go, go, go Aaron. Back, like Aaron Rodgers. Aaron, people make more excuses for Aaron Rodgers than any player in the NFL, and I think Aaron Rodgers is one of the maybe five greatest quarterbacks that's ever played. Yeah. You know, regard. I'm not even talking about resume. I'm just talking about watching this guy play on when the you, field. When you when you watch mm-hmm. him play, yeah, the eye test factor of but, it, but. But people Man, have to give excuses it, for him. Excuses for him. Excuse, oh, the defense wasn't very good. No, all their weapons weren't very good. Or, oh, they can't run the ball. Their head coach is an idiot. You know, Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. Well, he was. Yeah, 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 yeah. We hear it every it year. Idiot, bro. We hear it every year. Yeah. Well, when, when Rodgers puts up, like, 31 in a playoff game this year and we give up 42 – you're gonna be like, Tom well, Brady won a Super Bowl completing 14 passes to a running back. So it's true. <laughs> Check down city, baby. I mean, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Oh, oh, Lord. Well, boys, I think we'll wrap it up here. Uh, going to be uh, next week, probably going to be off. Yeah. Christmas holiday, yeah. baby. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, some, thank- some, some good food, some good family time. You guys staying around uh, the Johnson area? Yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll probably just work on next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably the boat, work. The boat life needs you. I mean, nobody else will be there, but I'll just, I don't know. I ain't got anything else going on. So I'm just, you you going to be with me? Yeah. Nama? Yeah. You going to come yeah, over? There yeah. you go. You got to go to Dixon. I didn't get it. I didn't get an official invite. So now oh, I'm my like, God. It's a oh, I didn't. It's a pity. Oh, it's a pity oh, invite. Oh, he's about to be, Jeez. I'm coming. Oh, Don't even start like, with me on that. You know, like have you like you notice that one more thing before we yeah. go. Like when you I don't know if anybody else is this way, you know, as dramatic as me, but when you hear somebody talking about plans and then they say something like, Oh yeah, you know, you should come. It's like I feel like you only invited me because I was sitting here listening to you talk about your plans, you know. I feel like it's kind of like a pity invite, yeah. like Oh, I'd feel bad. I'm a good person. I'd feel bad if well, I didn't invite Chris, him. Chris always like looks further into uh, he, way too into he, it. He, yeah, I had him the whole people don't think that way. People don't think that way. I just want to know, uh, Chase. I just want you to uh, give me a give me a shout when the 
Titan oh Stadium. Oh my god, dude! Other construction, so, so well, uh, let, you just let me. Yeah, know. so one of our friends comes down, and she had yet to see the Titan Stadium. We're sitting on a rooftop downtown, <laughs> <laughs> and it's right over at the, at the very end of Broadway. We're at Kid Rock's bar, right? Is that where we were? If we're at my yeah, we're, we're at Jesus <laughs> Kid Rock. Kid Rock Nation, and we're sitting up top, and she goes, oh, I didn't know the Titans were getting a new stadium. Like, legit means this. She's like, I didn't know the Titans were getting a new stadium. And I was like, what? She goes, oh, it's, I said, no, that's actually the Titans stadium. <laughs> oh, I thought it was under the looks truck. like. <laughs> it's the red scaffolding on top of there. She thought it was yeah. actual under construction. She goes, oh. <laughs> I don't even blame her. No, it's just a crappy. I stadium. looked over there no, and I went, "It's yeah. not a great stadium." And I looked. <laughs> it was. It's a boring looking stadium for a boring team. So. It fits. Just, you know, I get fits. it. I oh get my it, gosh! I get it. Well, I've done enough oh, ragging shoot. on Chase tonight. So. Jesus, boys! I feel like I got cooked. No. <laughs> yeah, we love you. you. Just don't want to. You just don't want to do pods with the Jones, bro. You got it. You need somebody else. Dude, to while help Jeremy you. keeps failing on us, I'd have a backup. Yeah, Jeremy Pumpy need to need to help you yeah, out. Pumpy wouldn't help me out. He. Jordan South of the year. I don't know. Puppy likes me. I don't know. I think he's more of a – he stays out of yeah. it. Yeah. You know? I need – Kind of like the United States at the start of World War II. <laughs> back so. Hey, you know what? Isolationist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, as always, follow us on the social medias. Like, subscribe. Boys, you guys have a good one. Everybody that's still listening, you guys have a great one. And uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Mer- yeah, Happy Merry years, Christmas. All the fun things. We'll see you guys in a couple weeks. Peace out, guys. Yes, sir. Peace. It's a revolution.